1: Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prof. Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the ProfG Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Welcome to In Her Shoes. I'm Lindsay Peoples and I'm editor-in-chief of The Cut. On this show, I get to talk to people that we love and admire or some that we just find interesting. We'll explore how they found their path and what maybe have gotten in their way and how they brought others along now that they've arrived. Kenya Moore sits on the Mount Rushmore of reality TV legends, but she's been gone with the wind fabulous since before The Real Housewives. The Forever Beauty Queen has given us quality content since she joined the franchise back in 2012. And now she's taking on a new challenge. Kenya is one of the participants on the new Fox show called Special Forces, which puts celebrities through the test of what it's like to be a military Special Forces recruit. We talked about her career, the new season of Housewives, her journey through motherhood, and of course, what it's like going through all those grueling challenges on the show. This show is called In Her Shoes. So we always ask every guest about their shoes. So tell me, what shoes are you wearing today and why?
3: Oh, what shoes am I wearing today? Oh, my goodness. So I am wearing a sort of like combat looking boot. Okay. Black. Oh, they're cute. Yeah. Odie but goody. I love this boot because it's kind of chic, but kind of tough, but comfortable too. Yeah. So it's kind of like my go-to when the weather is like like this yeah, in New York. It, yeah. It's rainy today, guys. It's so, rainy. Yeah. I did have on a really cute, um, cream-looking high-heel boot. <laughs> but once it started raining, I'm like, oh, no. No, yeah. no, no she's not going to do that.
2: Yeah. No, it's, it's very slushy, rainy today.
3: So on this show, we also just talk
2: about what it is like to figuratively walk in people's shoes. Mm-hmm. So what is it like
3: to walk in your shoes right now? Wow. That is a loaded question. (laughs) You know, my life is just pretty crazy right now, but I have to say crazy good, you know, balancing being a mom of a four-year-old, my daughter Brooklyn just turned four, and running a multi-million dollar business that's scaling very quickly and, um, you know, trying to just figure that all out as the CEO of Kenya Moore Hair Care. Yeah. Which is really a full time job, but also in the middle of filming Real Housewives of Atlanta now. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, figuratively, walking in my shoes just really means for me is to stay focused. You know, always taking time for myself. Like I am teaching my daughter that as well. Self care. Yeah. I don't. I started not doing that a lot, but this year is very different for me mm. already. Yeah. And you know just. Loving life a little bit more, like just taking time for me a little bit more, not staying in the house doing work. I am definitely going out more. Okay, uh, you know,
2: (laughs) be a little bit more
3: social. (laughs) Wink, wink.
2: Well, I guess I mean I don't. It's not considered going out, but I guess you guys do. I feel like you guys obviously have to do so many events and things in filming, so it may seem like you're going. But I mean, obviously that's part of filming, so that doesn't (laughs) really count.
3: Yeah, it's work. yeah. Yeah, no. When I'm with those Real Housewives ladies, definitely it's work when we're filming, but. Some of us are really great friends as, you know, friend groups. Yeah. Um, And I love going out with them, too. Mm -hmm. Like, aside from filming. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So it's been 30 years since you won the title of Miss USA. Has it been? 1993.
3: I didn't think about that until just
2: now. Wow, 30 years. You were only the second black woman to do so, um, yes. which is obviously such oh a big God, deal. 30
3: years, it's crazy.
2: What do you think the
3: younger version of Kenya
2: would think about your life now and how different it is?
3: Oh, well. <laughs> I never saw myself being on, um, I would say, like reality TV. Reality TV didn't exist back then. Right, right, I don't even think there was a real world back then. Maybe, maybe not. But it was just a new concept right so I didn't you know really have um, any idea that I would end up here but certainly I had a love for being in television and movies and wanted to expand my career but honestly I really wanted to be a child psychologist Mm. and there's a little part of me that still wants to be that (laughs) so I'm like um, you know a back backseat uh, psychologist in my own (laughs) mind I'm always shrinking people (laughs) But yeah, I think she would say, you know what? You, you did okay. You yeah, did okay. More than okay.
2: <laughs> Speaking of reality TV, obviously Housewives has been such a, a big part of your life now. What is that like? And I mean, when you're filming the new season, how does it actually play out in your mind? Because obviously you have so much that is going on and choosing what to show on television, what to not, trying to actually have your own life. How do you balance it? I don't know if
3: I do. <laughs> I think with each new season, there's a new me. I really don't go in prepared. This is my eleventh season, but I, oh, took, I didn't realize you know, it was yeah, eleven. Yeah, eleven. I took one off uh, when I had my daughter. So eleven seasons later and it's still new to me. Like when the new season begins, I'm like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I what am I going to talk about? What is going to be new? What is going to be fresh? What haven't you seen um with me? I, and I think, you know, the answers come as they do. It's what the fans want. You know, the fans wanna see me dating. So I'm like, Okay, am I ready? Oh, to wait, date, are you dating you know? on this new season? You'll have to watch, you know. (laughs) But it also comes from, you know, what the fans want. And I do listen. And I'm like, oh, they're really rooting for me. I start off on the show single, really looking for love. Eventually found it. Couldn't really show it. You know, a whole year of me being married wasn't shown until things went sour and then that was shown. So I really think that people want to see me in love. People want to see me happy and people want to see that fairy tale ending for me. I want that for myself, too. Yeah. So it's a matter of trying to figure out how do I get to that point? Yeah. And how do I share it in a way that makes me comfortable, the person I'm dating comfortable and my family comfortable?
2: Right. I haven't been to Atlanta recently. Like I went right at the start of the pandemic, but I'm very curious about what the dating scene would be like in Atlanta because I feel like it just has to be like a fishbowl. It has to be small.
3: Well, I don't know, honey. I don't <laughs> date in that pool. <laughs> I'm kind of like in a different pool.
2: <laughs> well, just you live there, so I kind of do.
3: Yeah, I don't. I just am not an Atlanta dater. I, I. What just, does that mean? I don't particularly date men in the same place that I live. It's just weird. Ah. If you look at my history in dating, I've always dated people that did not live in the same place (laughs) as I did. (laughs) So I don't really know what the dating scene is in Atlanta. It's like, I don't want to be a part of it really. You know, the women far outnumber the men. Um, But to me, you know, the world And dating and where it was 30 years ago versus where it is now, I think that hoes be winning. (laughs) 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 You know, it's just a different standard. Like, you know, when I was born, you know, my grandmother was very strict. She was a Jehovah's Witness, so a devout Christian. There were things we just could not wear, things we could not say, things we could not do. Now I look, you know, I was looking, scrolling through the, you know, the Instagram photos of what people wore for New Year's Eve. And it's like, literally, girls are out with their asses out. Like, literally, you don't, you show everything. And I just think that's so slutty. I do. And I don't want to judge, but that's how I was raised. So now you're asking me to change the way I was raised and to be more accepting. (laughs) But I wish my daughter at 18 would go out with a thong in in her ass and a see-through dress saying she's going anywhere. (laughs) Absolutely not. I Brooklyn won't the, be allowed to no, leave the house. No, she, No, not like that. <laughs> Honestly, I just, I don't want to see that day. I mean, but probably in 20 years, girls will just be naked. They're like, just forget it. We're not going to even wear any clothes.
2: No, I think it's actually going to... Revert back. By that I don't time. know. You think so? Yeah. You really think so? Yeah, because I think it's going to take a where while. Where else but... can
3: you go? Where else can you go? You literally are showing your whole behind in a thong. And, <laughs> I love that you said and, behind. And, and and also, you know, I saw a picture from a wedding. Somebody showed up with a see through dress with their nipples, you know, their areolas and nipples showing. I'm like, really? At a wedding? Like, I can see if you're on a beach yeah. with your man. Yeah. Or, 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 woman but I'm just saying like what is this about or person <laughs> you know I'm don't discriminate I'm just saying I don't know what it's about yeah, it's, it, it's I think like a lot of stuff with, has changed
2: but I think I mean you're even are so. you don't even get I'm it I'm not that young I'm not Um, but I do think with, with dating stuff that is a hundred percent very different the absurd I
3: don't get it terrible. I don't get all the sharing publicly of the men you know The men are hanging out with all these different women and the women are claiming that man, you know, the one man. It's like, is this the only person out there, sis? (laughs) Like, I just, I, I'm, yeah, I'm old. Yeah. No, I think it's just, yeah, I mean, everybody wants something different, but I think. Everyone dates by DMs, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't, I just, yeah, I don't get it.
2: yeah. Well, I'm very excited to see this <laughs> in the new season. I am. I am. Was there a moment in filming over the past 11 years that you felt like, okay, I know the persona, I know the kind of person that I want to be on this show, the kind of person that I want to be in the future? And what was that? What were those moments like for you?
3: I know what kind of person I am. I can just say that. That's not always and has not always been depicted on the show, it's right. a reality show. You know, things, dramas stirred up, storylines are derived from people's imaginations sometimes, Mm -hmm. not myself, but people just making things up or spreading rumors that aren't true. You know, I've been a part of all of that on both sides. So I'm not completely innocent in it. However, as I grow and as I have my daughter that's looking up to me and watching every single thing that I do, I think that... Those things matter. The most important thing is that I portray an honest depiction of who I am, Mm -hmm. which is a very caring person who is a writer for my friends, very loyal, very honest and uh, trustworthy and kind. And that's just what I really want to show, you know, and fun. You know, Uh, yes, yes, I do judge. I'm trying not to do so much (laughs) of that. (laughs) I'm working on that. That's a work in progress. We're we're all a work in progress. That's a lot of years of undoing (laughs) in my head. So please be patient with that. (laughs) You know, I see just so much pure beauty in my child. And I know she emulates me, but I really want to emulate her. Yeah, no, that's beautiful.
2: Do you feel like because you started out, you know, doing pageants and acting and modeling that that, prepared you for just the pressure and just being under the microscope so much in filming?
3: In a way, I think, but it was different. We didn't have social media. No one, you know, stars were really stars. They earned that spot. I came from a time where you earned that position you didn't just have to go and go on some ratchet show and show your ass and become famous for just doing nothing. Like girls on Instagram saying they dated Drake and they, you know, <laughs> and Drake kicked him, he slapped the phone out their hand. But anyone can try to be famous for any reason. And there are a lot of sick people out here that just make up stuff yeah. just so they can be seen. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. Yeah. So I come from an era where stars were really stars. And, a lot of people didn't do a lot of interviews because they wanted to keep that veil of mystery. Right, But that isn't what it is now. It's like the public really has this demand to know everything about your life. Okay, so Housewives question. Is there an episode
2: or anything that you feel like always comes up that is memorable to you or that you just find funny?
3: I have to say, I don't like to watch myself on the show. Really? But The one time like we'll get screeners and sometimes when I know something like kind of controversial is coming up, I'll want to watch the screener. I remember being with my bestie Brandon and we watched the episode where I made mockery of Phaedra and I had on the hat and the the thong (laughs) the thongs and the butt pads. When I tell you myself and Brandon both fell out on the floor laughing yeah, because it was like the way I was mocking her, like the way she was like laughing and I just looked crazy. Yeah. (laughs) But it was so funny. (laughs) It just made tears come to my eyes because it was so silly.
2: (laughs) I know everybody isn't the best of friends on a show. You guys are working. Mm -hmm. How do you get to the point or figure out or determine like, is this person my friend are they just doing this for filming? Like, how have you wrapped oh, your head around
3: it? I'm such a great judge of characters. I came into the show very naive. I thought certain people were my friends. And then I watched how they manipulated situations, words, actions. They were seasoned girls. And some of them that are no longer on the show were very, very uh, diabolical in the way that they would try to manipulate the perception of themselves to the public and this one person told me who's no longer on the show it's never about reality it's about perception mm-hmm. and i was like wow you know and that's why people will lie like you know your donald trump's they will stand firm yeah. in a lie and say it a hundred times because at some point you begin to be- just believe the lie and Never mind, you have all these receipts. Mm -hmm. They're listening to you. If you if you say it enough, people believe you. And it was unfortunate. I learned that on the show because it was really painful to actually live through someone lying on me, saying I propositioned their husband, I saw someone at a party. No evidence whatsoever. Went on national TV, Mm -hmm. legitimate TV. Interviews stating something that never happened. And it was devastating to me because at the time um we had clauses in our contracts, it may even still be there that we couldn't sue each other. Mm. So I'm sitting there feeling helpless because it's like if someone defames me in that way or is, you know, is li- libelous or some something like that yeah. toward yeah. me. I could, my recourse is I could sue them. Right. But because I was on this show and I signed these contracts, I couldn't sue someone for blatantly telling this bold faced lie on me that really damaged my reputation Mm -hmm. as a woman, as a former Miss USA, um, as someone's daughter. It was devastating to me. Yeah. Very devastating to me. I felt powerless. I was like, I can't. What can I do about this? I keep saying it. Show me a receipt. Show me what hotel. They wouldn't give me. They wouldn't say purposely any information because they know it was going to lead to the truth. Yeah. So they just kept saying, oh, girls, no, I'm, pa- I'm past this. It's not over. You know, and it just was like I was sitting there like I can't believe I'm I'm a part of this. Mm hmm. So. Do you feel like you
2: have a different perspective or just handle that differently when it happens now because you're a mother
3: and you have Brooklyn in your life? You know, it depends on what day you, you catch me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> honey, hailstorm, shade assassin, I will set this place on fire if you try to lie on me. <laughs> I will set it on fire and I will be standing there watching it burn the hell up. <laughs>
1: You can find it on the PropG Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Embracing nature is more than just going for a walk now and then, it's reconnecting with the elements, it's harnessing the power of natural ingredients, it's putting the earth first. For over 50 years, Nature's Sunshine has been sharing the healing power of nature as they work towards a healthier planet. Their manufacturing facility is 100% powered by sunlight and they divert 95% of waste away from landfills. If you're looking for a sustainably made herbal supplement, you might want to check out Nature Sunshine and their new Power line. Power Beats are a superfood performance booster that can help enhance both performance and blood flow. And Power Meal is a satisfying protein-packed superfood shake that comes in sustainable packaging made with nearly 40% post-consumer recycled plastics. Now that's something you can feel good about, This Earth Month, you can enjoy 25% off your first order with code NSP. Just go to naturesunshine.com. That's naturesunshine.com and use code NSP for 25% off your first order.
2: It has been enjoyable, though, to see your evolution as a mother. How has that changed just your disposition? I feel like I noticed yeah. that you were very, like, already not for the BS, but really not for the BS because you're just like, I'm, I am Yeah. Have well, This
3: thing do. is, trying you know, falling for people trying to trigger you, falling for people that will do anything for money, hence doing anything for the show, to think that that's what makes them relevant is to tell lies on you or try to provoke you. That's why they can't find a housewife that they can keep because people that come on our show, they've watched us too long now. And when people come on our show in new housewives, they come in thinking they have to be performative and that's what it ends up being. Mm -hmm. It's not genuine. When I came on the show, I had no clue of what I was doing. I was a mess, but I was a genuine mess. I got sucked in the situations. I reacted. It was all organic. The new housewives, these new girls that keep coming on, they are performing. They are making up stories. They're doing things just to stay relevant. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is the demise of, you know, what could be just... Truly, an amazing love story because the fans love us. we we are the premier housewives. this one girl said something to me, this new girl that has been hanging around us for this season, that Candace said on one of the episodes of Potomac, and I didn't even realize it until, until someone said it to me, and I'm like, oh, this is just awful. you know, like, be authentic. just it's frustrating, yeah, yeah, because I want the show to be great. I've always loved. My show. I've always loved Real Housewives of Atlanta.
2: I will say as a viewer, though, you can tell when people have watched the show for a really long time or when they're coming on and they are trying to be a personality. Because you can also tell that they're practicing their lines. Yes, they're practicing. So it really drives me off the wall. Because I'm like, babe, the delivery (laughs) isn't working. It ain't landed. Stop. It's falling flat. But I will say I felt like in watching for so long, your vulnerability was one of the reasons why. Because I think also people come on the show and they're not willing mm-hmm. to share. And it, obviously you, you have your own life. Like I think as fans, like people want to know certain things. Yeah. But I remember when you were opening up about your difficult relationship with your mother and your family, so many people identified with. And I feel like it's been interesting to watch you in that retrospect and then now being a mother. How has that been on both sides of it? Because you talked about your difficult relationship with your family, but then now you're a mother and doing it your own way.
3: I thank you for that because it's not easy to be. But I know that if I tell my story and my pain, it will help someone. If I share my pain and my story with someone There are people out there contemplating suicide. There are people out there feeling alone or thinking that they're the only person in the world that has abandonment issues or issues with their mom or their dad or their stepdad or whatever. And to see when they watch someone like me on TV that looks like I may have it all and to know I am suffering from the same thing that you are. It just gives them hope like, wow, okay, I'm not alone. This person is going through the same thing. I'm Mm -hmm. not, I shouldn't be ashamed. I should share. I should get help. So that does take courage. But for me, that is also a release because if you carry things around inside you for so long, that can also contribute to um, your pain. Yeah. Um in terms of like how I'm dealing with it with my daughter I'm just gonna be the mother to her that I never had mm-hmm. it's just really that simple all the love that I have for her is the love that I didn't get mm-hmm. and I'm giving it to her and it's just it's awesome to see her thriving yeah you
2: know I'm happy for you I am <laughs> I am you. <laughs> you also have a birthday coming up the end of this month. oh my god I do <laughs> January twenty fourth. We talk a lot about just you know the transitions that you go through as a woman on the cut. How do you feel about getting older? Like, how has your position on that evolved?
3: You know, um, when I you know hit that big number, I was like, oh, I I, I really dreaded it because I was like. I'm not going to get the work anymore in Hollywood. You know, I felt that they were ageist. I felt like that's the number that everyone will be like, oh, you can't sell beauty. You can't sell this. You can't be an action star. You can't do all of these things. And I've never been busier. Like Mm. since I started the show to now, I've never been busier. My phone does not stop ringing. I think I represent, especially being a single mom now, I think I just represent a wide range of women across class, race. I'm single. I'm a single mom. There are so many things that I represent. Mm -hmm. And I'm a survivor of domestic abuse. Like, I have a a lot of story to tell and things that I've lived through. And I think people can, like, just connect to that. You know what I mean? Like They can identify with that. I don't know what it is, but it's a magic about being this this confident and really just not caring. Mm-hmm. it's a change yeah it really is a change
2: yeah it's interesting because I feel like everybody always says it it gets better but you don't realize it until you get to a certain well point. your
3: knees don't get better <laughs> now honey your knees don't get better <laughs> but everything else gets better clarity what you want what what you'll stand for Even in relationships, if people don't serve you, meaning if they're not giving you what you need, then you don't have to hang on to it. Yeah, yeah. It'll come around. And if it doesn't, you'll be fine with that, too. Yeah. No, that's real. You communicate in a different way. I I said I keep promising um, that I want to do like some communication courses for the public, like Mm -hmm. just online, Instagram, Facebook, lives, whatever, because I think we have really lost the art of communication Especially in work and in relationships, family. And I think that it's the core. It's essentially the core of what you need to be successful Mm -hmm. in any scenario. Yeah. And we don't we don't have it. Yeah. We just don't have it. I, I watch my employees. I watch my family. Things are so much better when people just effectively communicate. No, that's real. Yeah. But I just want to live a purposeful life. I want to stay driven. Um, I want to be intentional with everything that I do. I want to maintain my purpose. Yeah. yeah.
2: Speaking of busy, um, we're going to play a clip from the show Special Forces. I watched it before.
3: Dun, 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 dun.
2: <laughs> I can't believe you did this.
3: <laughs> I can't believe I did it. <laughs>
0: that's it, more. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Nice and slow. Keep going.
3: My biggest fear is heights, extreme heights.
0: Don't this up. Do not get this wrong.
1: <sighs> Stand by.
0: Right, take the strain now. Tighter. Oh
3: my God.
1: Hands on your head.
3: I see how small she is. Yes.
1: <sighs> go. That's when
3: I had to let go, let, it go. Totally yes. let go. Now, I fall. Oh, goodness. What made you want to do this show? (laughs) Number one, I wanted to face my fears. I was so afraid of heights. I remember skiing and I got dropped off um, at a like a double black diamond, which is like the top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. And when I could see over, it just looked like it was nothing there. Like I was just going to fall off the end of the earth. And I stayed there for 35 minutes talking myself into just jumping so that I can get off the mountain. I was skiing. Um, So even in flying in airplanes, I'm okay when it's moving, but... It's if I'm standing still and I look over, I, I can't move. Mm. Um, So I wanted to face those fears. But I, I it was it's a little bit of vanity involved, too, because I wanted my daughter to see that I not only talk the talk, but I walk the walk. And I wanted her to know that if mommy can do it, you can, too. And I always tell her you are afraid of nothing. Yeah, this is something I tell her every day. What are you afraid of? And she has to say nothing. And I wanted to show her. Mommy was afraid of heights. But now, look, Mommy overcame her fears. Mm -hmm. And look what Mommy did. I told her the first day when I jumped out of the helicopter into the ocean, backwards. (laughs) she was like, Mommy, I don't want you to do that again. I'm like, why? Did you do any preparation for this? There was none. And I joined (laughs) last. Like, I was probably the last one to join. So before they would tell you to, like, you know, put on all these clothes you know we had to wear full military gear at all times I had to literally every move I made wear a backpack that weighed as much as my daughter 35 pounds not only did I have to carry that at all times we were in Amman Jordan in the Middle East in the desert that's why Brooklyn was like what are you doing 125 to 130 (laughs) degrees at night. <laughs> uh, no amenities, no hotel. We never got to go to the hotel. We never got to take a proper shower. We never had running uh, plumbing. We had a crap in a bucket uh, shared by 14, 16 people. People are going to think it's fake. like Because it's you're looking at it like, this is impossible. You didn't really do this. Yes, I really did do it. And I had to block out the noise, the inner monologue, all of those things telling me that I couldn't. It was cathartic because, first of all, I had to run up the damn mountain, as you saw. (laughs) I had to run up the effing mountain with 35 pounds on my back, with a bad knee, with full military gear on, in boots, in the sand running up the mountain they didn't they never god dang it they (laughs) never let us walk anywhere i was so bad i was like i am the word you will see me in this show i'm always at the at the back of the line i mean you're there it doesn't matter you're there you'll just see me like the the pain on my face just from running in those damn boots in the sand 35 pounds on this two bad knees so I was like, oh God. You know, son, going through all the, you know, the hormonal changes, <laughs> the fact that I was like sweating one minute, you know, cold. And I I just gave up. I was like, I just took the bottles, poured, poured it all over my head. Yeah. You know, just my body, just to keep cool. Yeah. It was an amazing experience, one that I would would not change for the world. This is the stuff that you know the cloth of life is made from. Yeah. Um, and I can look back and say, "Mommy did that, and yeah. I and I did well." And I can't I'm say much. To see it. Yeah. Yeah. So also, I got some street cred to bring back <laughs> to the real housewives. Oh, really? You think I just talk? You think I'm just a shade assassin? Well, let me show you what else I can do. <laughs> right. So now you think I'm a punk? I'm gonna show you how much of a punk I am. <laughs> Who's called you? <laughs> what well, people try to say, you know you know in the hood they try to walk up on you and try you. they try you <laughs> they girl try. Yes, they try I feel you. tried every day oh yeah <laughs> every day um, yes but I'm a new me so I'm like you you tried it girl <laughs> let me let, watch this show and let me show you what I can really do but I do have a little I have a little nugget to drop there was an exercise that we had to do where we had to like we didn't know what we were going to do but we had to fight someone ooh out of the blue like fist fight
2: oh, like fight fight ooh <laughs> No, I, I just had to, I got excited, so I had to make sure.
3: Yes. So they were like telling us, you know, they it was constant craziness that they would fill your heads with. You you became crazy after a while because you never knew. You had to sleep with your eyes open. You just never knew what the hell was going to happen to you. We were starved. We were set on fire. We were drowned. We were, we, we oh. were tortured. Wow. Okay. Yes, we were. Um, because that's what they do in the military. When you are elite forces yeah. around the world, you go through years of this type of training. We went through 10 days and people couldn't last. Yeah, I just remember them telling us, you're going to go around this corner. It's going to be, a, you know, if, if you find a threat, you have to take care of the threat. No matter what you need to do, you have to take care of the threat. I'm like, okay, what? what? I'm thinking it's a bomb. You know, you yeah. don't know what it is. We So we run down this... Um, mountain and turn a corner and then this big ass man <laughs> standing there like and then you have your directing sound take care of him take care of him I'm like okay let's go <laughs> and I, up on a, Damn. <laughs> and I was just doing all kind of moves i can't wait to see this <laughs> listen if i don't get an action hero role from this i'm just quitting okay marvel no yeah. t- marvel hello the first middle aged black you know, superhero. Here I am. Call me. You know my number. You know where to find me. I wanna see this so bad.
2: I'm really I excited. I won the challenge. I'll say
3: that. <laughs> I'm gonna give you that nugget. I won. Okay. Dwight Howard, I got you. Okay. Everybody, <laughs> I kick some ass. All right.
2: Just I love know that. <laughs> this. I love this. Was there anything on the show, uh, obviously without giving up too much, but like that you were like, no, I can't. I can't do this.
3: Oh, everything. <laughs> 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 everything <laughs> no I mean honestly I I think I'm very strong-willed and I think that I can be really focused when I want to be it's mind over matter and that's the discipline of everything that I know even winning Miss USA I realized I wasn't the prettiest I wasn't the most accomplished but I was the strongest in my mind you know what I mean so I think that's what Made me prevail or win or or stand apart from the rest of the contestants. It was no different here. I think if you focus and you're strong minded, I think that's how we, we got through it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I can't believe you took on a big man. Right? Oh, he's very excited. To see oh, this. wait.
3: Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember the, <laughs> the directing staff was like, I didn't expect that from you. And I was like, you didn't, and he was like, "No, I did." I said, "Why not?" I don't know. I didn't expect it from you, and I was like, "Well, now you know." <laughs>
2: they, they must not have watched Housewives enough, no. I, yeah,
3: you're not one to back down. So no, but I'm a never like I'm never that girl too. Like because I'm from the pageant world, I I'm I don't ever want to be seen physically fighting anyone. Yeah, like, yeah. I just I just feel like. That is the work you can't undo. That you know what I mean. Yeah. You cannot undo that. I can. I can apologize for words. I can. I just never want <laughs> my child or to to look yeah, back and to get see that me, far. You know. You know, doing all this scrapping with someone on TV. I just think that is so disgusting. Um, but anyway, so what else are you going to take
2: on now after Special Forces? I know you're filming Housewives. What else?
3: Um, I'm going to take on The Rock. In our new movie f- from Marvel Studios, <laughs> my character's name is going to be called Chocolate Thunder.
2: I love that. That's great. <laughs>
3: yeah. And I'm going to be kicking some ass, <laughs> including The Rocks. I love that. Yeah. Just watch the show. Definitely. It is the world's toughest test.
2: I'm very excited yes, to see it. Yes, it
3: is the world's toughest test.
2: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We really appreciate it.
3: Yes, I appreciate being on the show. But
2: In Her Shoes is hosted by me, Lindsay Peoples. Our producer and editor for this episode is Taka Zen. Our engineer is Brandon McFarlane, and our executive producer is Hannah Rosen. The Cut is made possible by the excellent team at New York Magazine. Subscribe today at thecut.com slash subscribe.
1: So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship of Prof. G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Celebrate Earth Month this April by harnessing the power of Mother Nature with Nature's Sunshine's new power line. From power greens with over 200 plant-based nutrients to support gut health and foundational nutrition, to power Beets that can improve performance and blood flow.